0: You want to make a bit more bread, don't want to work until you're dead. So come and listen ahead and find some other ways instead. In this week's episode of the Financial Freeman podcast, we will explain why you should get a credit card, but why you must follow the golden rules when you get one. My name is Gary Freeman. I am a former corporate lawyer and now finance educator and finance mentor. My name is Ronnie Freeman. I'm a property developer, artist and interior designer. And we will start with our news story of the week. Which is that lenders are expecting a massive surge in unsecured lending. Um, In English, basically. Um, (laughs) That means that lenders expect that in the next few months, people will take out a lot more uh, debt uh, on loans but also mainly on credit cards which leads us beautifully on to the topic of, of credit cards uh, I think a lot of people are not I've tried to find a step I couldn't I think a lot of people do actually have credit cards although they may only have one and they may not really know why they've got it or the advantages of it they just have it and that's what they do but I know there is also a good percent of people who, who don't have it and who are just too scared about it so it's those the people we're talking to but also the people that don't really know how to use it um and could probably maximize their benefits even more from it so the reasons to get one i think number one is is probably the obvious one and probably the reason why most people get one which is sort of the access to credit um if you are going out and you're going to the supermarket or you are going to book a holiday you've got a piece of plastic in your pocket wallet purse whatever uh, phone um to pay for something there and then on the spot easily. Uh, and that is a great thing, you know, um, if you didn't have that, you'd only have sort of whatever your cash is in, in, in the bank account. And that might be might be that. So, so there's no doubt that is easy. Um, the, the, so the risk factors then will come on to sort of risks, but is, is obvious that don't overdo that. Um, you know, it's, it's a powerful tool for access to credit, but you've got to be able to pay for it back at some point. Um, so that's the obvious one, but I think there's quite a few others that are possibly... I think the obvious one is don't spend what you don't have. Exactly. It's the obvious. Yeah, uh, so that's the obvious so, advantage. Yeah, not many people know the advantages. No. no. there's a credit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and this and the, and the the biggest one that I don't think anyone knows, and it, this comes from a friend who has sort found of out the hard way um, recently, is that you need to build up a good credit score for things like mortgages and other things like car loans and other type of finance as well. But but most, well, a lot of people at some point will want a mortgage, whether that's buy to let or, or just on a residential mortgage. And if you've got no credit history, um, that is how the lenders, so the mortgage providers, determine whether to give you a mortgage or not. Now, it, it sounds a bit odd that you need to get a credit card to so have never had a credit card, they won't lend you. Not as It's not as quite as um, binary, I think is the word, as, as, as that. But actually, they, they don't know how to trust you. So it's like, you basically, I mean, I see a mortgage like as a marriage. You know, it's a long-term oh, thing. So that, romantic. Yeah, well, I'm a romantic oh. kind of guy, as you know. But yeah, they won't Our just... A just like a mortgage. Yeah, well, yeah not sure if that's a good thing or not. But they won't just marry you straight away if they just don't know anything about you. So they want to be able to see that you've got a good track record, that, uh, that you're reliable, that um, you, you pay your bills on, on, on time um, and that you can handle the, the, the credit. That the big, cre- the big credit. Yeah, well, you want to know so that I can handle situations or I'm going to look after you. And so, so they they want to know I like, can look after the debt. The mortgage people care about a good sense of humour. Yeah, that, that's top Flood of the top of top, top, oh, <laughs> top of their list. They they do they, they do want to know that you are um that you they like the fact that if you live in in a in a, in, in the same place and that you and it's, but but most uh, that you're on the electoral roll, but they like the, the things that they really want to see is how you handled that that credit in the past the obvious thing is getting a credit card and making sure that, that you pay off on, on time um, and that that you can prove to it so you need to get that piece of plastic even if you don't ever use well you, you probably should use it a bit just to prove to them that you're using it so but, what if you use 50 quid yeah 50 quid would be fine really... because at the start you'll only get a small balance anyway so I actually we kind of found out sort of the hard way in this because Ronnie just had access to my credit so we only got Ronnie a credit card about two years ago because actually, when we're starting to get the mortgages for for buy to let, Ronnie didn't have a good credit score. It wasn't bad; it just wasn't. It was fairly neutral. I didn't have a good credit score because you didn't have a credit card in your name. Yeah, okay. You were just on me. But, so they were like, "Okay, well he's all right, but but who is this? Who is this person that you've got kind of in is who she? Is she in tow? I don't necessarily trust her." And I was like, "No, it's fine. She's fine. I can vouch for her." um But. But but I think at least with a couple of the so lenders, maybe mine, you helped. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, Well, in the end, we found uh, another lender that didn't care necessarily about you. No uh, offense. Um, but some of them did. They were worried about um, were worried about you. Um, and you know, I, sometimes it worried about me. And I was really surprised. I was like, well, what? So we have to get take out more debt to be able to get more debt again. And and that to me was just like it doesn't doesn't really make that much sense logically. Um you know, we I didn't we didn't need that extra debt at the time. Um so it was a bit like, right, okay, fine if that's what if that's what they want. But I get it a bit more now in that they just want to get to know you. Um so now that we took one out, I got to know her and Ronnie's score has um it at the start it took a big dip because I got and uh, this is this is for the later half of the episode, but I will cover it now. It took a big dip because I got a bit carried away and we used all of the balance um straight away it was a 0% c- purchases card which basically means that we um you can spend as much as you like for the first three months and it's all at zero percent for the next I think 24 months so i got a bit giddy on, on that um and it meant that credit rating is a lot of it's based on or some of it's based on how much of your so balance that, that you use so we suddenly had access it was only literally like two grand i think was the was the original limit so they don't like you or they do like you to use it all they don't because oh. then they think you actually you need to use that credit and if you're going too far no fast, one likes a needy person no exactly too needy so it's that person who's like constantly texting like are we going out I tonight i love you i miss I you. you and that's basically what i did at that, when i first no. got access I thought, not yeah, to me. he was really no. hard to get actually. yeah really, uh, really too cool. but 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 they thought i was a bit too Sunday i needed to go out and spend you know the two grand what did I, you spend it on well, whatever like I can't remember not like on flowers but uh, you know just ready already on supermarket shops or, or whatever um but it was I thought it was better to use that than than the mine that I was paying off in, in full every month but actually it was but not the full amount aye, aye, aye. and so I should only have paid off say I should only use say half that credit because then it wouldn't have thought I was needed aye, aye. Listen, yeah this it's, is it's got, it, and C's. no exactly and that's why you need to know this stuff it's really important um so I did get too giddy, and Roddy's score actually still went up, but but than, than where it was because at least they got to know her a bit, and they, so that she wasn't this complete stranger, but they thought she was a bit a bit loose, um, a, bit, uh, a, danger, but a bit a bit needy, a bit, bit <laughs> so sort of a bit needy, a bit loose, a bit kind of willing to go to any of the shops and spend. Um, so we reined that in. Um, I think after a bit, I applied for another credit card. Uh, you had to wait a bit. That's another one of the golden rules that we'll come on to. What's but, a bit? I think I waited about sort of three to six months. Made sure I didn't apply for any. Apply for go Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Made sure I didn't apply for like mortgages in that time because I knew the lenders wouldn't like it because too many applications in the short space of time is is what they don't That's want. Really, needy. really, really needy. So I made sure I didn't do that. Waited for three months, six months, three between three and six months until I knew that actually we were safe. Then they took out the new credit card new 2k balance but only spent a very small amounts of that um so suddenly hard to get again, hard to get again. you'd only used about back down to sort of 50 percent of your overall balance and they suddenly loved you again so, like a golden number i, I think above fifty percent, certainly when you're just building your credit score is a bit risky so i think we got right. down to about somewhere about 50 to 60 percent they were comfortable with that and your score then started to, to, to shoot up um but but it was really important all this, is where we we've where we gone to this discussion, which was that the mortgages and lenders find it really important. So you've got to play by their rules and, um, and take out a card. So number, th- we've talked about line of credit, we've talked about lenders. The next thing is, uh, it does come with lots of rewards. So I was saying I got giddy with the zero percent purchases. Um, that is an obvious reward that you actually they don't take any uh, any of your money. You don't have to pay any of that back for two years. And that can be really good because you can spend for those two years, and your money might then come in after two years for, from your work or what have you. Um, you could use that, that to that the money you would have been given to pay back your credit card, you can use that to invest. So, that's something that we've done on a fairly bigger scale use the money we've got from, from credit cards to, to kind of invest. And that was one of the ways we managed to build up a pot. Um, so that's what that's the naught percent that that you get. So that's basically naught percent. Well, I was gonna say the highest number percent. I think you can get up to thirty six, thirty. I'm gonna say thirty two months now. I think it used to be thirty six. No, no. How how is money? Well, the money the money you can only get is it all depends on your credit rating. If you're like so so child. so when I was the golden child, I think we got a credit card for somewhere about 12, 12 thirteen thousand. Credit limit. Are you not a golden child now? Uh, no, I think I think I'm, I don't know, I don't know exactly. Fairly still goldenish. Um, but I, we took a card out fairly in the last six months, so less, you know, basically just can't take out another one. Right. Um, but the scores still still good. So the six. Um, sorry. So the so is it you can what was I saying? Money cards. Yes. Yeah, so, so take out use the naught percent and use that money wisely and you can then if you're really risky but still you could use let's say you took out had a credit limit of five thousand use that five thousand um and invest that five thousand in a two percent savings account for the next two years um and you've made you know a bit of money so that's what people do um there's other things though apart from the null percent is that you can get rewards so lots of you probably heard or use air miles now i think this is all a little bit of a gimmick because you. You, you do get free air miles and that does allow you to travel but only on certain times, certain dates with certain airlines um, and you've still got to pay certain taxes. So actually you could probably book a cheaper flight still with, with Ryanair or, or EasyJet um, than you could let's say with British Airways going on that particular flight. So it, it's more for someone who um, probably travels lots, uh, it's probably a good one for air miles or uses the card lots. So if you're literally spending thousands on it, Maybe a handy little tip, maybe if you're working and you travel a lot with work, don't get necessarily a company credit card if it's offered to you and use your own because you could build up a lot of points that way. If you do get lots of points, then suddenly you could build, build up loads of air miles. Um, and I've heard of people that, that use that as a, as a trip to the States or, or what have you for, 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 you know, for, for not that much. Um, so if you're going further afield, and obviously you can't use Ryanair, um, no one wants to stand up for 10 hours, um, and I think it'd be quite ah. Ah, hey, hardy, ah, ah. Uh, so yeah, then then it would be useful. No want a mask for ten hours. No, that's, that's, not, yeah, yeah, that's true. Why well, not? Yeah, um, but the other thing is to is cashback. So the other sort of type of bonus card. So we're talking nine percent and the rewards you can get cashback. So one percent, two percent, three percent, even up to five percent on American Express for the first three months on um, purchases, you can get 5% cash back. Um, so again, a lovely incentive. Why are they giving you that? Oh, uh, right. Why does credit cards give you all these things? To basically draw you in. And a lot of the time it's so that they do, they do make money on transactions, but they do also realize that a percent of people will fail and will pay high interest rates. So with all of this, you've got to be shrewd and pay off at the right times. Um, but they are seeing that people won't and they start charging you instead of 0 percent eighteen percent a year and they make a lot of money from that. So you obviously know. they want they want you to pay your money back, but they don't really want you to pay your money no, back. No, exactly. So why don't they give if they should give credit cards out yeah. to yeah, the your blacklist people? Yeah, and some people. do, but I think some of them realise that they don't want to take on too much risk. So some of them have it and they all have different rules and you don't really know what those rules are. Um, but but they all have a different criteria. So I think some of them are willing to take more risks than others. But but and also they, they might give you one with your credit rating and not another one. So you you might be more risky, but they might say right, I, I want a ten percent risk portfolio on that. So I'll do that. But I actually, want most of the people to pay off. The truth is, I don't really know, and no one really knows. Uh, well, I'm sure people who work work for them actually know a lot a lot more. But all you need to know is that you do want a good credit score that's more likely to give you better access to more cards and don't play the game too much. Because your point is an absolute valid one, isn't do you want do you want to have a bad score? But if the answer is actually no, I think they, they generally want you to be okay. Um, but actually if they if you do fail and eventually but but keep paying them, that's their best case scenario. What the worst case is for them, I think, is if you don't pay anything back um and you're suddenly going bankrupt or what have you, then all that credit has gone. So that's the reason they don't want to take too much of a risk. No. Um, I'm sure there's lots of interesting meetings that, that go on in these banks, what, what profile they want. It's interesting it's, Exactly. Um now moving on to the next advantage, which is um what we call section seventy five of the Consumer Credit Act nineteen seventy four. Sounds interesting. It uh, actually is they it, great. It's really good. No, it's very, very important. I'm sure actually lots of you already do know what this is. Um, which is basically that if you spend something on your credit card from above £100 below £30,000 that doesn't work out. So for example the obvious thing is a flight um, and you can't get them. It makes the credit card issuer... What doesn't work out? The flight, the, the, flight is... the purchase you made doesn't work out. It makes the credit card issuer jointly liable with the retailer. Now let's say the retailer goes bust then you would could use your credit card so you could write to your credit card company, call them up, say, I want to make a claim under section 75, of the Consumer Credit Act. Um, so- And you ask asking for the full amount back? Yeah, so always use your, your credit card in those kind of scenarios. We know people that have spent money on, because you, you asked me about from a friend, they spent thousands basically looking, buying furniture, use, and they use their debit card. Um, on a, it was a dodgy online company, use a debit card, retailer went bust or they couldn't track down the retailer and they never got the furniture and because it was a debit card now there is something called um oh, cashback uh, i forgot I've forgotten the word but it's like cashback uh chargeback which you can sometimes use on debit cards but that didn't the rules didn't apply here so they could but they couldn't use this the app because it wasn't a credit card that was the key so unfortunately there's nothing they could do and they lost thousands so it's really good to use your credit card in those scenarios on the hope that the legislation kind of kicks in and you'll get the money back from from the credit cards now coronavirus might have changed some of all that i, I don't i'm not that familiar with, with the ins and outs but that's that's the broad level of understanding and that's all you need to know for now um the next one that i think i want to cover is just more. Is, tr- is well there is yeah that's why credit cards so are so good are, is, is no we're almost there is travel is the last one uh, which is that on certain travel um It can be very expensive to use either debit or credit card and transaction fees up to about three percent Um, so that can really rack up especially if you're spending an awful lot whilst whilst you're traveling uh be it with work or or just on you know your personal travel so but there are certain credit cards that give you zero percent um transaction fees so that again can save an awful lot of money so if you are going traveling check out google you know travel cards i think we've still got Halifax. X card, I think it is, which is uh, 0% transaction fees. And certainly when I used to travel back in the day, um, that saved me a, a lot of money. So check out whether that still is, is applicable if we've, if we've not been abroad for a while, like the rest of you, I assume. But if it still is, then you'll save a lot on transaction fees. So that was an awful long way to say why credit cards are really good, but I think we need to cover the rules um, of, of what you need to do. And I think we've touched on some of them, but. The first one is don't apply, don't apply directly and use a soft eligibility calculator first. What this means, and lots of the actual banks have them on their own websites, but also go on to things like Money Saving Experts and there's probably loads of others, is you do a soft credit search. And it's exactly the same search to see whether you will be eligible for that card as the hard search. All it is, it doesn't leave a mark on your credit report. And what we're saying before, if you apply for too much credit, they think you're too needy. Um, so all this means is that the when it comes to the next decision, they won't look at your credit report and say, oh, hang on, he's, he keeps doing this. He, he's going again and again and again. He wants so much credit. Um, it just doesn't it, it gets a sort of soft mark, which essentially just means it's like a little ghost that comes, but they can't see it. So use the soft eligibility credit. And that will give you a list of results, tell you which one you're most likely to to get. So you might say you're 100% likely to be approved as long as you're you're telling us the truth, basically. Um, That's obviously the best one to get. Uh, But you might see one for 90% uh, eligibility, which might have better rates. So you might gamble and say, right, I'm going to go for that 90% one, um, knowing that if you don't get it, it leaves a mark against you. But it might be much better rates than the 100% one. amount or rewards or whatever it is that you're looking for, in which case go for the ninety percent. Um I can't tell you what to do, but 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 have a look at it and make it make a decision. Obviously again if you're risk averse then and you're getting 0% for 18 months on 100 percent approved or 0% for 24 months on say ninety percent approved, I'd be going for the 18 months, the hundred percent one because I know I'm going to get that credit card, which is what obviously I want, and there's no chance they're gonna say no to me. Um, the next one that we did touch on before is that don't apply for other credit at the same time as just taking out a credit card because that will leave the mark on your report. They won't like you, they'll think you're taking out too much credit. Don't do it. It's very very important. So plan if you're going to take out, if you're a landlord for example, and you know you're going to be looking for a mortgage, don't take out a credit card a month beforehand. Um, think about it, plan it accordingly. Um, the next rule is be honest when you're applying they can find out so if you put how big your mortgage is there is a system because they want to know basically whether you can afford to repay the credit card if you say it's only 500 when actually it's a thousand pounds then they may be able to find out that you're actually paying a thousand pounds that's credit card fraud don't go there um it, at the very least you'll get blacklisted and not be allowed any further credit cards. So there's probably other things they probably can't. What's blacklist? that for life. I, d- I don't know the ins and outs, but but I just don't. First of all, I don't think you should be lying anyway. But but second of all, don't take the risk because you might be blocked from, from future credit. Um, it's certainly with things like your mortgage where they, they have got access to it. Um, there's probably other you know they've probably got access to everything. But but it sounds like a terrible credit card fraud, but like. Yeah, I'm sure some people do it. I've suggested things and you're like, that would be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, well oh, right, yeah, oh, yeah, sometimes right. you might not even know about it. And so I was being um, clever. Just be truthful. Fill in that application form and go from um, go from there. The next few things is um all about repaying. Don't first of all set up the direct debit. Don't ever miss a payment. Okay, that's the most obvious. If you miss a payment, that's a big cross on your credit report and you might not be able to get access to credit from certain lenders for, for years as a result of that, they don't trust you. It's like you've cheated on them. I mean, that, that's it's the big, tough to get over. That's the biggest no no. So, don't ever miss a payment, okay? Um, but you may you've got a choice of how much you repay. Going back to where we were before with the zero percent, you only want to repay a minimum amount, you want to keep as much of that money as you can, so only pay back a minimum amount. But if you've got an um a credit card whereby you are paying let's say 17 a month on it you just got it because you just want it and you just want access to, to, to the credit line um then or you're getting rewards from it like a free air miles then you need to pay that off in full every single month that's very important because otherwise you're paying interest of 17 percent so work out what your actual card does and how much of it you should be repaying, and you can easily set up a direct debit. It's all online now, um, and make sure you do the appropriate direct debit. Okay. The there's a lot to say. There's a lot to say, and there's a couple more things, and then we'll go. Is don't we've said before? Don't use up all your credit balance all in one go. Okay, and the pay for the right amount of things with with your credit card. So again, work out what rewards you get. If you get three months where you get a certain amount of cash back. it's much higher make sure you try and use those three months work out when you're gonna be spending something massive like a new kitchen for example time it so that you get your credit card out just before you're about to pay that kitchen bill not pay the kitchen bill after five months and miss out on that five percent cash back when it suddenly goes back down to to 0.5% so it's all about timing and the final one is um, is that's it we've covered everything So we've got a big episode really important if Uh, you got to the the end fantastic well done any other comments then please do drop us a line we're we're around on facebook financial freeman and linkedin and gary.financialfreeman at gmail.com thank you goodbye